Welcome to the Digital Grind, where we talk about content marketing, social media marketing, podcasts, and everything else that we think is important in this day and age when it comes to uh, marketing. Uh, my name is Joe Ennis. I work for Inside In Digital, and I have a few guests with me that also work for Inside In Digital. So today we have Samad and David here. Uh, why don't you guys introduce yourself and what you do for Inside In Digital? David, do you want to start? Sure. My name is David Keeler. I am a content engineer at Insight and Digital, and essentially I do all of the video work for our clients, um, any video ads that they need, create those, edit those, and um, if you need any pictures taken or graphics done, um, more focused on video, but... Um, He's the video content guru. Exactly. <laughs> and Smod, what do you do? So I'm one of the, uh, well, I am the chief strategist over at Inside and Digital. And uh, you'll be probably working with me if you, if you, you know, if you contact us, essentially. But mostly it, it has to do with, you know, what we're actually going to be doing in terms of getting you more traffic to your site, but ultimately getting more business to you. I, I kind of put the game plan in place and then you guys help execute, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I'm Joe Ennis. I am kind of also like a content engineer-ish, but I go by content strategist. Uh, I do all the podcasts that if you uh, decide to do one, I will be running those with you. And I do a few other things around here as well. Thanks to Podcast Village for letting us use their studio. Let's just get right into it, starting with content in general. What would you guys say, like, why is it important to have content or have fresh content? It's extremely imperative to have fresh content on your site because mainly the the main item is search engine optimization. That's the big one here that we got to take care of. And with the way that things are changing all the time when it comes to Google and the other search engines, I mean, I know we, we always talk about Google. There is still Bing and the other guys out there. They might not and Yahoo, I Didn't guess. Did Bing shut down? No, Bing's still there. Oh, and I they you shut know down. they got a couple ad, you know, ad marketing mm. uh, platforms that make sense for older crowds. So it just depends on your audience you're trying to target. But your main item is if you don't have fresh content on your site, you're not going to be found by Google because it's now the main important piece of search engine optimization. It mm. wasn't the case before. Mm. It is now. Interesting. So yeah, I mean, you know, like the other items that are very important when it comes to fresh content on your website is that it actually helps your whole sales process in general. If you're educating people, if you're creating content that's more not really salesy, but it's like, you know, a how-tos and, you know, 101 type of educational pieces on, you know, whatever it may be. In our case, it's how to do this for your site if you don't hire us. It, mm -hmm. it's, you know, that's perfectly fine. We understand that. But it's still something you should be doing. You should constantly be adding more content to your website because it just makes your sales cycle a lot easier. They will then go through, they being the prospect that's viewing the website, they'll go through and actually, like, you know, do some due diligence. They'll actually read some of your blog posts. They'll, they'll do all that kind of 
jazz in a way that you know gets them at least somewhat assimilated with what you're offering them and then when they do contact you and no one's gonna you know call you right away the first time unless they have an immediate need that's really the, in the business of you know your your you know, your bathroom is flooding or your house is flooding like, mm-hmm. we're not that type of business most businesses aren't so they're not going to contact you right away they need to you know kind of make that decision on their own and you don't want to be an edgy, you know, pushy sales guy. You want rather actually have them sit on the couch and explain what their problems are, which will make your sales cycle shorter. Mm-hmm. So these are really all inbound leads. It's There's two different types of approaches to SEO. There's inbound and there's outbound. And, you know, outbound means a lot of, you know, just reaching out to extra people and seeing if they actually contact you back. And you guys know how it is. Everyone says that they're busy. They don't want to totally. talk on the phone. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> all the time. Yeah. It's always the case. Everyone does not want to talk on their phone anymore. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and also on the email, like unless it's something important, they're not going to actually respond to your emails either. So right. with that being said, if you turn the table on them and make your website have this vast library of knowledge that they need from you they're gonna want to contact you because they probably don't have the capacity to be Mm -hmm. honest with you the capacity to do this stuff so the inbound leads is an important piece inbound marketing which is what's considered the hubspot model is really strong because you now have a website that's not just again a sales tool or a business card it's just a brochure you have something that actually is valuable to that prospect before they even buy from you. It's almost like, you know, you're giving away so much before they even work with you, which is awesome. Hmm. So that's where the educating of prospects come in. You can give, you know, not not only do you want to have content on your blog, which will then also translate on your homepage, but you also want to have, you know, white papers and tools and checklists and quizzes that, you know, get people to start thinking those right questions to utilize you. If you're an accountant, let's just say, they they might want to know, like, what kind of, you know, savings they could get. And, again, very simple things that probably you can actually pull up from the IRS. But if you have it on your website, they might fill that out, and you don't give them that report until they give you an email address. And you constantly not throw out sales um, you know, blasts or emails to them, but you constantly educate them so they know what to do with their expenses or miles on their car that can be deducted for a business and so on and so forth. And now you have something that's really powerful to them that you can always use as, you know, a, a conversational topic mm-hmm. with that person. So, yeah, no, all of this all ties in with SEO. Like everything we just talked about all ties in with SEO. Um, because it makes you help, you know, helps you being found on Google, but the, it can actually also help from a social media perspective. Because, you know, if you're a service-based business, or even if you're a, a product, you know, the the social media aspect might not actually get you business, but it's there to reinforce that you're active online. You know, you have you have like this presence. It's actually just kind of validating that you actually exist. Mm-hmm more than I think really on the service side, it's more, you know, it, it doesn't really affect you in terms of like getting you leads from a Facebook ad or a post or an Instagram. 
you might, you know, somehow get someone to like, you know, subliminally see that message on Facebook, like a, a wall post and say, oh yeah, you know what? I probably should contact these guys. Um, you know, it might be something that subliminally happens, but they're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to click you and, and do that right away unless it's very, very much something that they're, you know, that they're really just thinking about that, you know, that instant, which isn't usually ever the case. Interesting. So, yeah. So, yeah. And kind of going through all that, I mean, one of the ways, uh, or one of the ways that you can have fresh content that a lot of uh, companies are starting to fi- figure out is podcasting. And that's one way that uh, we're trying to expand into that. Uh, so why podcast or I mean, yeah, so I guess um, so we work with you on creating a, a calendar in between social. Uh, what is blessing? <laughs> <laughs> I think you meant we're a blessing yeah. with our podcasts to you. Our social, our blessing upon you, <laughs> yes. and our website, blogging, blogging. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you know, our, our first step would be to create an editorial calendar with you because we want to be just you know another extension of your business. We don't want it to be where you're now having to do more work because you know if you're gonna be you know, actually doing this on a daily or a weekly basis, like having new content on your website, it's got to be simple. Right. And that's why I think podcasting just works. Because the problem that a lot of people have, and, you know, you you guys see this all the time, is they want to proofread everything and not really send something out that's not them. And I totally get that. You don't want something that could, you know, be wrong or not something that you guys actually do. So there's a lot of proofreading that comes in and there's mm-hmm. a lot of subject matter stuff, like subject subject matter in general on whatever the topic may be mm-hmm. that you know your website's about, that your company's about that doesn't really, you know, come naturally to a writer in in a way that unless they're, you know, trained in that same industry. So podcasting is great because it actually allows you to, you know, capture that person's, you know, mentality, their, their, you know, industry knowledge that they have, all this good stuff. And you need to start by creating an editorial calendar to sync up with that person on, on a, you know, on a weekly or again, a biweekly basis, whatever frequency you want to do this. So we start by really kind of focusing on the focus keywords. No pun intended there. No focusing <laughs> on focus keyword. You know, it, you got to start by doing some research on your competitors. You right. got to get kind of an understanding of what Google sees of the keywords that you want to be found on. Mm-hmm. And then you can literally kind of take that and make it an annual, like, you know, on a 12-month basis, kind of a monthly topic that you want to focus on with your podcast, which can then translate into written pieces for your website as well. There's, this could be blogs and whatever else it may be. Yeah, I think that's one of my favorite parts about um, utilizing podcasts is because it's straight from the business owner's brain. So, right. like, all of your content is that coming from the source of who they are and their voice. And, like, I can create a video, but it'll be way better to create it from after listening to the podcast of hearing their story and their voice and their style. Yeah. Um, same thing with blogging and 
especially yeah, capturing it on the website. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, if you look at it from a just strictly from a sales or a dollar perspective, and mm-hmm. you know, any business owner would be kind of looking at it like that. Yeah, you know, this is time that. You know, if, if someone that just comes to you and you're now trying to sell them, you're trying to get them as a client, you're spending time to get that person to understand what you're all about. You can actually use this podcast to do that for you. Right. You know, like, again, you don't want to, like, say, oh, you're, I don't, I'm too busy to talk to you right now. I'm going to just send over a podcast that talks about this. But <laughs> if you have that on your website, they might already have done that homework already. So now your conversation isn't about all oh, what you do, which you don't want to, you know, talk about all the time. I mean, you you rather talk about the actual stuff that you're trying to sell them, and it's important to have this kind of content, whatever that subject matter that we're going to be creating an editorial calendar on. You know, kind of a, again on a monthly basis, like what our topics are. Like that's all important stuff. It should be um, where it's just you know kind of useless information. It's got to be useful to your business and it's got to be obviously something that people are actually googling for yeah Mm. and then you can you know again try to get more people to either read that listen to it watch it on a on a video but now you got that client that prospect that's coming to your site it's going to be a lot more stronger and a lot more well versed in what you guys are offering before you actually just jump in and have to give that whole elevator speech again. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And and podcasts are also a good way, kind of like what David was saying, they're a good way to, it's almost like you use them to show the people, your customers, what you know, and the knowledge that you have and why they can trust you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your product right. or uh, you don't have to necessarily address like hey buy my product but if they can hear your voice and hear you speak towards what you understand and speak to the knowledge that you have on your product or whatever you're trying to sell whether or it's bath service. bombs yeah. or essential oils or your service yep. then it's a lot easier for them to uh click to sign up with you or buy from you or spend money on your service or yeah. product because they've heard what you have to say they've heard that you're a smart person and they can trust you a lot more yeah it establishes you as a thought leader because it you know it, it it's gotten a little bit where it you know it, it has a cool factor but again you know voice is not something that google actually picks up i mean it picks up some of the keywords when you you know throw this onto a soundcloud piece but if you then turn it into a blog post which makes our writer's job a lot easier mm-hmm. It's now chock full of all these keywords that are going to be helpful for you know Google, for Google to find you on. Right, and that's the most important piece. Yeah, totally. So, I guess we've talked a little bit about why it's important to keep your content fresh. But what about your website, just in general? I guess that kind of falls under content, but it's a little different. Why would you say that it's important to keep your website fresh? Keep your website up to date and well running. Everything that you do needs to be almost dual purposed because no one has the time to do something that, you know, only has one value to it, right? Mm-hmm. So as you blog more, as you podcast more, it's also going to edit your homepage. It's going to update your homepage because you can, let's just say you wanted to have it on your homepage as like featured articles. Now Google sees that your homepage is being updated constantly. You might want to keep the home, you know, if you're a product, you might want to keep the top slider more about your product, right? Like if you're a product or a lifestyle company. 
but you might want to have like in the news or at least like our blog information on your homepage that's constantly be you know changing as new blogs are being uploaded because now Google's like oh okay these guys are updating their site so that means they're more relevant so Google has a relevancy score and if you keep that always if you keep your site always fresh and then you can actually force Google to actually come back out to your site to see you that's one of our tools we you know we can probably talk about that on a later day but you can actually um, tell Google like, hey, we just put a whole bunch of content on, you know, uh, strategic sourcing or aging dogs, <laughs> whatever it may be. I mean, literally, yeah. it could be on anything. And now that those are keywords that you're now being found on Google for. So fresh content is important. It actually, you know, it definitely keeps you um, kind of in the loop with your customers too, because if they come to your site multiple times. And they see that you know something's changed. Um, if if they really are kind of a, a natural buyer from you that you know just constantly is coming to you, which is obviously any business's goal, mm-hmm. they're gonna see that it's being changed all the time. I mean, it's the same for you know you guys worked at Starbucks once in you know, once upon in, in your lifetime. You you see that they're always constantly changing their app and their their website all the time, and it's the same principle it's the same practice that you probably need to do for your business it's not really you mean probably you have to yeah 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 so cool so keep your content fresh do that in many different ways with podcasting with videos uh with blogs with website and with your website uh keep your website fresh as well it's 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 funny yeah it's funny that businesses are now becoming little mini content producers you have to be to be Hmm. um you know competitive in this market like otherwise yeah you can you can be the old school guys that are out there and be only referral based but that's not going to help you scale uh, if you want to grow so it's important that you're you're now acting as a little mini content producer and you have to have you have to set yourself you know some time to do that and you have to have the resources and that's where you know that's where we come in we actually help do this for you and quarterback that so you can focus on what you're practicing and we'll help on the mark on the content side great yeah yep. all right thanks thank you guys thank you